0: the shop
1: a moto podcast what's up everybody we're going to have a a special edition shop podcast today this is the road trip episode so we are on the way to my dad's place to ride for the day and also to pick up the motorhome and his bigger trailer I, i made a deal with, with the old man that I'm gonna trade him my six by twelve trailer for his RV and his seven by sixteen trailer. Uh so it's just a straight up trade. Um I think I feel like it's a pretty good trade. What do you think, Grayson? Uh you're probably coming out on top on this one. <laughs> just maybe just a little bit, you know. I mean, but hey, you know, my dad wants his grandkids to be able to go racing to be easy and Take a guess when the last time my dad uses R V was. I have no idea. The weather's? Well, almost that long ago. Um The last time he uses RV was when he took me to Iron Man for the Outdoor National last August. Oh my gosh. So Yeah, I mean he doesn't use it, so like he yeah. We'll we'll like get some use out of it. Yeah, at least
0: he will use it more than he will.
1: Yeah, for sure. So, um, we got the kids in the car. Boys, you want to you want to say hey to everybody on the podcast? Hey, hey, hey! So that's Ryder Styles and Bladen. They're gonna uh, listen in, maybe chime in some, be the first live uh, they... audience. Hey, you are our first guest on the podcast. What's it feel like to be the first guest? Yeah, they're super excited to be on the podcast, as you can hear. You don't even probably hear them say anything because well, they're probably gonna be super shy, but uh. So, anyway, um, yeah, next weekend we're going to all be going to the Summer Classic at Mill Creek. Uh, We'll have the whole Graham KTM set up. Grayson will be there um, showing the C Class what's up.
0: Yeah, with my. Trying to put my Graham Power Sports Yamaha on top of the podium.
1: Um, Yeah, it'd be better if you were on a KTM or this morning, but we'll we'll let it slide. We'll let it slide. Uh, But. i got a lot of friends, a lot of customers, a lot of people we know going, uh, so it'll be cool to see everybody, and we'll, we're we going to have an episode later this week at, at the actual shop, a, a full episode that we'll dive more into Mill Creek, you know, going, who's going, everything like that, but uh, we're going down this weekend to ride at my dad's, uh, it's just trails, but to go kind of get some ride time in, and also, I've got, like I said, we've got to get the motor home. Now I've got to get it back up to get ready because I'm going to be going on a week trip after Mill Creek um, to go ride in North Carolina and also take the wife and baby girl to the beach up there and kind of do some vacationing. So uh, we got to get the motorhome ready. So I, I, I recruited Grayson to drive my truck back because I'm going to drive the motorhome back today. And so Grayson's such a good buddy. He's going to drive my truck back.
0: He forced me to do it. He told me if I didn't, he would fire me and I would, I would lose my job. So, uh, kind of under my will.
1: So, I guess, yeah, if anybody believes that, yeah, I mean, believe it, what, whatever. Oh, I, I don't have the authority to hire and fire. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it doesn't really matter if I said that. You know, that's Donnie's call, not mine. And I, and I think Donnie might like you a little bit. So, hopefully, <clears throat> but, um, so, we thought it'd be cool to do an episode while we're on the road. Kind of, uh, you know, just us chatting about things that Moto related while we're on the road. So, uh, Grayson, what what about, I guess the first thing, we we're talk about Zacko doing the GNCC. You think he's going to win?
0: I'll, no, I see a lot of people saying like, oh, easy win for him and. And there's no way, like, I'm sorry. He, like, he trains to Kev Russell, so it's like Kev Russell has seven titles already, and you're just going to hop in there and beat the seven-time champ? No. I, I see him get on the podium maybe, top three.
1: Yeah, we talked about this at, at work, um, and I, I, I immediately said, oh, he won't win. And you were like, oh, you're, you're, and you were like kind of – leaning towards more like and then you thought about it for a little bit and you're like i think you're right like you so will he be probably top five yeah i would say it's probably maybe yeah. not a guarantee but uh, a pretty good possible yeah, pretty good probability that he he's top get, five if he didn't get hurt or bike issues, i
0: think it's like an easy top five yeah so
1: yeah I, i'm gonna agree with that will i be surprised if he podiums not at all would I be surprised if stuff happens and he wins? Yeah. I wouldn't say I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be surprised. I, I, don't, I wouldn't. But I'm not going to say that, like, oh, yeah, he's going to go smoke him, he's going to win. I, I don't I, – I don't, I'm not even going to say he's going to – like, a guarantee that he gets a podium. I, I think it's going to be – it's a lot tougher to jump into a discipline that you don't do – that you don't frequently do all the time and think you're going to go and compete with the guys that they do – yeah. That's that's what they train for and do every weekend. You just it, it's tough. Doesn't matter how good of a racer or a rider you are, just, you're not gonna just jump in somebody else's expertise and just you know and dominate it. Yeah. Um, but it's cool that he's going to do it. I think more guys. I saw Peters is doing it. Yeah. Uh, so it's cool that these guys, since there's no outdoors right now, they're gonna jump in and go do something like this. Like I think it's really cool. For them to do that, to kind of show people that are just like moto guys and are against riding in the woods, like, hey, you can go ride in the woods and it's okay. It, yeah. It's okay to ride in the woods. It, it's actually going to help you. It's going to benefit you on the motocross track if you go ride in the woods sometimes. You yeah. know, it gets you. I mean, that's what we're going to do today. We're going to ride in the woods. Yeah, and, uh,
0: we're, like, not, we're not getting paid millions of dollars to. Win
1: yeah, races. I mean, I'm not saying like the pros but i think if the pros do it it kind of influences the amateur people to do it a little bit more they need yeah. the pro influence but at like from a, for amateurs and stuff it helps to ride in the woods so like normally on a motocross track you've got a 30 foot wide track you've got ton you've got 10 different ruts to choose from so like you're you're always like finding this good line you don't have to ride this horrible line so, you know, but riding in the woods, sometimes you don't have a choice. You have to ride that horrible line. Yeah. And I think that helps. Like you you get riding in the woods, um, you learn to just ride that ride that one line that's horrible. <coughs> and uh and, and you learn to not be as like pampered maybe as much with yeah. with this smooth track or, or this, you know, infinite lines, um, bigger area of track to choose from, like, You kind of, you get to where you have to learn to ride on a limited air, like limited lines, limited line selection. Kind of finesse your way through the woods. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's really good. It makes you think. I think riding in the woods makes you think a lot more. You're not really balls to the wall as much like on a motocross track. You're kind of being a lot smarter with your line choices and your decisions you make. So it makes you a little bit more aware. And I think that, you know, just the different style of riding helps because it's going to make you think a little bit different when you're on the motocross track.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, makes you a little bit more technical because you have to be a little bit more technical rider to ride in the woods. And uh, I just think... I think there's a lot of benefits. And the same would go for a guy that only rides in the woods. The benefits for riding motocross. You go ride motocross, it's going to teach you to be a little bit more aggressive. It's going to teach you to push a little bit harder. Um, so you need that too. I think both, you know... There's benefits to riding both. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I think people need to ride both. So it's cool to me that Zacho's going to go do that because he's going to go and uh, he's going to, like, open some people up that are just moto to maybe going and doing a woods race or at least riding in the woods some. Or at least watching it.
0: Like, I'm sure, like, all of the GNCC's pe- GNCC people watch, like, Moto oh, like and yeah, Supercross, yeah. but not all Supercross and Moto fans watch GNCC. Yeah,
1: you're right. I mean, some of them probably don't even, well, yeah. in our area, local people, yeah, they they probably have no idea what GNCC is. Like, yeah. it's just, you know, I mean, I'm sure they know what Woods Racing is, but they don't know what the series of the pros yeah. are. Like, I just think, because. I think that's how I kind of, not like, follow I
0: kind of, like, followed it, but, like, like watch it on, like, Racer TV or whatever when they do the 30-minute shows. It used to be cool because uh, when Ryan Sipes first did it, that's when I, that's when I was like, oh, I want to see what it's about, see how Ryan Sipes does. Because then he, like, tried to do it full-time. So, I mean, maybe some, a bigger guy or something does a couple of them. It kind of gets people more, like, to see, like, how they do and stuff. But I think is going on their summer break, so they're kind of, like, the worst timing for... Osborne and Peters to do like they can only do one until uh, hopefully we get motocross back
1: yeah well, uh, well <laughs> they moved they just pushed it back to I know people were it was kind of misleading when they posted it because it said post like some. They were, I think it was motocross action posted it the first one I saw and it said postponed indefinitely yeah. but then you start reading and when Racer X posted it MX Sports posted it it's not postponed indefinitely it was just postponed and they said they were going to push it back a month to August yeah,
0: to, because they
1: didn't know reignite. what some of these states are going to do on shutting down again, which kind of looking like maybe they're not going to fully shut down. Some of them are just going to have mask mandates, it looks like. They're going to make people wear masks, but they're not going to totally shut down. So hopefully after Loretta's, because I'm sure they're going to wait till after Loretta's, you know, yeah. before they start anything, since Loretta's is the first week of August and all of the MX Sports crew is at Loretta's. So, hopefully, right after Loretta's, maybe that's then when they start, you know, Iron Man. I'm sure they'll still start at Iron Man, do Iron Man, and then, you know, hopefully they'll start up the outdoors, and then we can get the outdoors done in a couple or three months or whatever, and, you know, kind of think it'll be cool to have outdoors in the fall, because it'll be a little bit cooler weather at some of these places, especially the places up north. Um, But it is going to be, man, it's going to be pressed for time on them getting it done um, and still giving teams time to really test and prepare for Supercross because I know they're going to be complaining about that. And uh, yeah. as you always hear. So one thing I guess we can transition into this. One thing I hear a bunch of pros complain about is racing every weekend. Oh, we got you know we got to race back to back. We got to race here and there, dude. You guys are making tons of money to race a dirt bike. I don't want to hear that. Not at all. Because, like, if you don't want to do it, hey, give me your salary and I'll do it. I'll gladly, I'll gladly get paid fifty to to $100,000 a year to race my dirt bike. Gladly. That means I will be making more money than I make right now and I get to race every weekend. I will gladly. Sign me up. Sign me up because
0: I will gladly do it. The grass is greener on the other side. I don't, I, I wouldn't do it. I mean, just... I would gladly do it. No, the training in the week and, like...
1: No, I would gladly do it. I would much rather train and ride my dirt bike every weekend than work 45 hours a week at a shop. Just, I I would... I would... I I love riding dirt bikes that much. And I'm into training and all that. I just don't have time to do it like I want to do it. So, like, it would be enjoyable to me. And make money doing something that you enjoy. Like, I just don't get the complaining of, oh, we got, like... Dude, you're living a dream. You're living a lot of people's dream. Yes, it's hard work, but you're living a lot of people's dream. Well, I, don't and, think, uh, I don't think they're complaining
0: about like, racing every weekend. I think it's like the travel and like you're on a plane two days <laughs> a week and you're always moving, never like never home well, and settled. So I I I can see like I would like the GPs. I can see how they would like the GP schedule over eight months and well know. I look hey
1: I like the GP sched I like the way GPs do all of it better too. Yeah. I mean like not just the length of time that it takes to do the whole series but the uh, the way they do their weekend schedule. So when you do a national you get there on Friday afternoon and you don't do anything. Like you don't have to do anything there on Friday afternoon. Like you just normally normally you get there and you get your credentials <laughs> and stuff like that. And you know, your armbands for your mechanics, or if they don't already have credentials, if you're not a seasoned credential holder or something. Yeah. But you just have to be there Saturday morning, and it's just a Saturday deal. And it's so compact and rushed and packed, and it's not like when you're a kid growing up as an amateur you got to the track on Friday afternoon, hung out with your buddies Friday night, you wake up Saturday, you practiced all day Saturday, it's a hangout on Saturday. Saturday night, everybody gets together, it's fun. You wake up you race on sunday and then you go home sunday night it's like a whole weekend deal of hanging out at the motocross track and then you go pro and it's like there's no more hanging out having fun whatever it's just bam 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 let's get in race get done and it's like hold on it it, and it used to not be that way that didn't start till like right after i got my pro license like when i got my license in 08 the first ones i went to actually um the races then were, uh, were still on Sundays, and you got, uh, you, you did all your, you did qualifying stuff on Saturday, and you raced on Sunday, and then the next year, they swapped it all to Saturday, and it was all compact one thing on Saturday, and, uh, like, that, that's just a newer, a newer thing that's been going on the last, little over a decade, I would say, and, uh, and even in Supercross, right before I started riding Supercross, they had day qualifiers and you raced in it wasn't this time deal it wasn't all just this rush rush, rush deal and I and that's a thing that's come down from the teams and the teams manipulating and stuff and all but like the GPs they're there for a whole weekend like Friday through Sunday and they have day, they have uh, day qualifiers they have time qualifying it's more laid back it's not such a rush deal and I feel like like these teams, they're on the road anyway. Once the season starts, that truck that truck never normally goes back to Southern California. Yeah. It stays on the road. So to me, like if 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 the great if they make it to where it's Saturday Sunday, like I don't really understand what the whole deal of like why we've got to rush through it. That truck's on the road anyway. Like make it to where it's a little bit more enjoyable, a little bit more family friendly. Like what it what it what what it is as an amateur. Make that as what it is for a pros. Like. <laughs> make it to where it's more enjoyable I think, the, I think that would help yeah. it, it would help these guys enjoy it a little bit more well then but, it goes back to the time between races
0: they have month they have a month between races so they could make it on all they can make it a weekend thing but when your week your races are every week that one day probably matters for the racers you know
1: I, I don't know man that, like instead like, of getting home on Saturday night you're getting home yeah. on Sunday night see and then the The guys that you hear complain about, though, because see, so I've... I mean, you've listened to Pulp the last few weeks, and a lot of the privateer guys, they liked the racing, too. Even some of the factory guys, they liked racing the Supercrosses, where they did two days. Yeah. They're not having to practice during the week. They're just racing. They liked that. So I'm like, that's giving me a thing where, like, hold on now. Like, these guys are okay with, you know, not practicing as much during the week and racing maybe twice during the week like so maybe it's not really quite as much the riders as per se it's maybe the teams and the team personnel with like they don't want to have to spend the weekend at the track or whatever um and i know i heard bowers talked about it how he really liked it and he didn't like how like he's like look i'm okay with racing every weekend i want to race every weekend and he's a privateer so he's having to you know suffer a lot more than some of the factory guys and Clayson was on saying that he liked racing more and uh, I just see some of the guys that it's not as easy for them to go they're not, have, they're not maybe able to fly to every race and stuff and they want to race more I just like we just pamper I think we just pamper the top guys way too much yeah. like they just need to like here's the schedule it is what it is this is what we're doing you know they can complain all they want but this is what it is yeah. and uh, I just I don't know I don't I don't do well with the guys complaining about, you know, riding their dirt bike. Like, come on, dude. There's guys like me that I I wish that I would have been able to make it, and that that was my job to to race every weekend. Like, I will gladly take it. And uh, I get that the tra- – you know, but a lot of it – you see a lot of these guys too now that are talking about how important rest and recovery and stuff is. And even Alden has been saying this, like, you know, a lot more as of late where – you know, back in the Carmichael days, maybe they worked some of these guys a little bit too hard. You know, Carmichael could take it, but some of the other guys couldn't. Yeah. And uh, and even in the Villapoto Dungey days, um, they're they're getting a lot more on rest and recovery and stuff. And uh, I think that they're learn they're just learning a lot more on, on what these guys can do, and maybe that rest isn't a bad thing. You don't have to kill yourself during the week. You know, once once you get to that level. Um, And the season starts. It's 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 just just maintaining. maintaining. Yeah, Yeah, you're not. So as long as you can maintain. Dude, I know. I'll tell you this. Which I guess Kevin Wyndham's prime, you know, it's been been a long time ago. um, But when I got to go ride with Kevin and he told me how he rode during the week, during the season. Once the season started, he told us he would do anywhere from 20 to 50 laps a day on the supercross track. And then he would work, it, he would do a workout, you know, in the gym or whatever, like either that morning, afternoon, however he scheduled it. But on the bike, he only did 20 to 50 laps on the supercross track the days he rode. And it might only be, sometimes it might only be one day a week. Sometimes it'd be two days a week. It would depend. But the way he put it was, he knows how to ride a dirt bike. He, he's, he's not at a stage to where he's got a. You, like, train... He's got to uh, have, like, somebody there critiquing his riding style or anything like that. It was... He already knows how to ride. He, he's, already, he's not going to be taught anything new. So his thing was just staying fresh on the bike, like, mentally-wise. Yeah. If he, can, if, he, if he put some laps in, then he's keeping it fresh on, on what to do on the bike. Yeah. And he didn't really do a lot of on-bike training. His more was, like, off-bike training. And that helped with time and recovery and stuff. But this was... This was in 2009, so um, he was, you know, this was kind of the tail end of his career. And he was still a guy that could get a podium, still yeah. a guy that could, you know, at that time. I mean, he was still a top 450 guy, but he had been racing for so long and built so much that this wasn't like a, a you know, a rookie 450 guy, what he's got to do. Because I would say a guy like AC, he's still learning. He's still critiquing his techniques. He's still, yeah. He still needs the. The one-on-one training with Wei and like and really, so he because he's got to progress still. But once you get to a certain level, once once you're like a, a web or a tomac, I think it's just repetition of you know they're gonna get faster obviously because there's still things they can work on. But a lot of it, especially once the season starts, it's just it's just repetition. You know, keeping fresh, keeping it on their mind. Um, they're not gonna really build as much because they're they're already at that elite level. So those guys to me I mean like I don't know I just I guess I could rant about guys you know and and like you said grass is greener on the other side I guess if I was a top pro maybe I'd be you know I would be pampered so then I would be you know I would want I would want my time off you know but I'm not so (laughs) Uh, Uh, (coughs) anyway uh is there any other little subjects you want to talk about no, that was everything. Okay. I just want to talk about Zach Osborne's GNCC debut. Well yeah. Boys, anything you want to uh, say on the podcast? No, you don't want to talk? You don't want to uh, say hey to everybody? You've already done that? I'm just saying, like, you could, you know, tell everybody, you know, what you're going to do today. How about this? I'll, I'll ask you stuff. Who's going to be the fastest today? Me. Well, all right, so... The people listening don't know. When you just said me, they don't know who said me. So, who's going to be the fastest? Rider. So, are we going to have our... Are y'all going to be, like, battling each other in practice today? You got to talk, man. People don't... People can't hear your head shake. No. Oh, you're not going to battle rider. You're not going to go race somebody? I'm not going to battle. I'm going to win. Oh. Not going to battle. Oh, that's pretty pretty (laughs) confident there. I'm not going to battle. I'm just going to win. Well, it's not a race today. It's just practice. So. Yeah. But if you had have, have that mentality for when we go to Mill Creek next weekend, can you do that? Yeah. There's going to be some fast kids there, so. But we can have the mentality of we're going to go there thinking we're going to win, right? Whether we really do or not. <sighs> what well, What's the most important thing? Winning. There we go. No, Drayson. Winning. Somebody open the door and kick him out. <laughs> The most important thing is having fun. Then winning is the next most important thing. <laughs> so, alright guys, well that's our uh, short little, I guess we're going to call it episode nine and a half. Yeah, 9.5. 9.5, so uh, just to get somebody, some people that, had a few people ask why we didn't do anything, so kind of gave me the idea since we're driving and we still got like another hour before we get there. We figured we would uh, throw a short little thing together. So, uh, if everybody could um, like the shop on Instagram and uh, spread the word, like tell your buddies to uh, listen and uh, share our uh, the links and stuff on social media, so we can get some more get some more listeners, get some more follows, and uh, try and grow this thing a little yes. bit more than than what it is right now. And uh, in the future, you know, as, as as we grow it, we can have you know more people on we want to you know in the future have some you know more calling guests um which we're trying to work on that here really soon and then uh like have some deals where we have some of the local kids call in and uh we kind of highlight them and uh kind of give our local area a little more spotlight and uh but we just need we need the support from all the local people all the local riders and dads and things to share and uh talk about it post it up and uh we are we're gonna make a facebook page next week for the shop and uh try and get better on our social media for the for the for the podcast and uh now that we do know there's people that like it people want to listen we're gonna try and hit a little bit harder on on spreading the word on it and getting people to listen more so uh tune in next week And we'll have the next episode out. And uh, like I said, like, subscribe, share it. See you guys later.